Hey, hello everybody. This is Chris. This is episode 197 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thank you for joining me again. Happy New Year. It is January 3rd, 2024. Uh, and I just wanted to to do this episode about, because we just had this, uh, the president of Harvard um, re- uh, resigned after it was revealed that she was a serial plagiarist and as well as a person who would not condemn the wholesale slaughter of Jewish people, <laughs> which is just really amazing. But I think that, you know, this is so much of this, it, it, basically a lot of people on the left, of course, are saying it's all because of racism because she was a black woman. Um now, none of them seem to complain when the other woman, the head of, I think it was Penn State, uh, when she resigned, McGill, I think, she resigned, uh, but nobody seemed to care about that. Yeah, nobody cared uh, because she's white, so nobody cared. Uh, but if, you, you know, and I, and I think that, so I want to talk about how all of this race obsession that the left has is poison. All of these, you know, affirmative affirmative action, quotas, all of this stuff, even the Equal Employment Opportunity Act of 1972, all of it is poison. The Americans with Disabilities Act is poison. Uh, the the Equal Rights Amendment that the Democrats have are have been pushing since I think maybe since the six since the seventies. Uh, basically, it's it's all poison, and I just want to talk about a little a little bit about that because all these things do. First of all, you know what they really do is, I mean, we know what they're really doing. They're really just trying to buy votes. They're using it as a way to buy votes. You know, they want um, they want to be able to say, "Vote for me, and I will pass the Equal Rights Amendment," and um, because I, you know, and 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 I'm because I'm going to empower women. I'm going to save and protect women from discrimination. It's the same thing with the, you know, with with black rights and and you know disability rights. All this stuff. It's just a way to buy votes. I mean, I think there are some some good people who think that they're doing the right thing. Uh, but if you think about it, it's really what they're really doing is just assuming that everybody's a racist. They're assuming they, and I mean that's what they're doing. They're assuming everybody's a racist, and that's what the, and and it ends up hurting every. It ends up hurting the very people that they're trying to help. But this is this is why you know big government is stupid. It's and people who agree who who advocate for big government, they're stupid. I mean they're not, and and they're either stupid or they're evil. You know because. They're either stupid because they don't really understand the unintended consequences of what they're of what they're doing, or they're they know that it's not going to help anybody. They just want to. It's going to. They will gain political power in the short term. It will help them politically, and that's all they really care about. So, because if you look at, for example, you know the Equal Employment Opportunity Act of 1972. Now, this was kind of followed on. From the uh, Equal Rights Act, uh, or no, the Voting Rights Act, or no, e- no, the Voting Rights Act of uh, 1964, and 
So, or no, the Civil Rights Act. I'm sorry, it was the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Um, so, you you had uh, the Equal Employment Opportunity Act. Basically, all it does is it basically makes it illegal to discriminate in the workplace against uh, black people. You know, on the on the basis of race. But because discrimination is very it's a very arbitrary thing, right? It's very hard to prove discrimination or it's very hard to disprove discrimination. So it really just opened a whole can of worms where where lawyers, it, it, it created a an industry. Um, it created an industry where people who get fired can sue. So if you're black and you get fired, you can sue for discrimination. And... Your empl- and, and it's so hard to, 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 to any for anybody to defend themselves. You know, what, how do you, how do you say? Well, I'm not a rape, but I'm not a racist. You know, he got he got fired because he wasn't doing a good job. Well, you know, um, it's very hard to, to defend against a system that is full of lawyers and full of people who are out for blood. And uh, people don't want to get accused of racism, so they'll tend to settle. You know, they don't want to take it to court. They'll just settle. Uh, but the, the, the other thing that people do is they just won't hire black people. So, and I think when, when you look at now it's hard to, to find the statistics for, for white and black unemployment before 1972. It's there because it's, it's just different. It's changed. But because they did take keep records of non-white and non-white, um, and so the non-white is n- about ninety percent black people, because the non-white population in America before 1972 was about ninety percent black. So you know what we didn't have as many Hispanic people, we didn't have as many Asian people, uh, Middle Eastern people like we do now, but. If you look at the the unemployment rate of black people and white people, generally black people had a, had double the unemployment rate that white people had in in um, in 1972. In the in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, it was it was, but that gap was actually going down. So the the unemployment rate for black people was actually declining, and and it was it was. If you look at a chart, it looks like it's it's going to meet the unemployment rate of white people. It's gonna, it was coming down to, to, uh, steadily coming down to meet the the same. So the the unemployment rates were on course to be about the same. But then once the EEOC or once the Equal Employment Opportunity Act of 1972 was passed, that changed. The unemployment rate for black people kind of stopped going down, and it just sort of locked in at about two, you know, two, two point three, two point five percent of the unemployment rate for white people, and it just stayed there for about forty years. <laughs> so, um, so it didn't, you know, the whole this whole idea of oh, we're going to help black people. Well, no, you didn't help black people. All you did was, all you did was. People, people, you made it so that 
employers were less likely to, to hire black people because you can't fire them. If you fire a black person, you will get uh, accused of being a racist. And so the way to avoid that is you just don't hire black people. So, and that's exactly what happened. Now, I think that there are other factors here because I think that, you know, like I've said, black people tend to vote Democrat and vote, tend to live in cities and they vote Democrat, and so they they surround themselves with Democrat governor uh, government and Democrat government. You know, Democrats are communists, and they believe in in big government and big bureaucracy. And so, in the cities, in America's great once great cities, now they're shitholes, but they used to be once great cities. Uh, they're they're full of Democrat government employees who are living fine, they're doing great, but they are parasites on the, on the, all they do is make more rules for everybody to follow and they stifle uh, economic growth. I did a whole episode about this. I've done a few episodes about this. Um, Democrat governance stifles economic growth. It sucks up the resources from the economy and it creates unemployment. So that, I think that is another big factor in why black people have higher un- unemployment because they vote Democrat. And Democrat governance destroys economies. <laughs> That's basically it. it. They the Democrat governments enrich themselves. They suck up all the resources. They make more rules for everybody else to follow which stifles job creation and business creation which drives up unemployment. So uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's a big part of it. But clearly, the the Equal Employment Opportunity Act didn't really help black people because all it did was uh, was make it more. It just created an entire industry of lawyers, you know, race hustlers, and and everybody like you know Al Sharpton looking to sue uh, anytime anybody gets fired. So, and I think that. This is the same thing that happened with, you know, uh, the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, the same thing that's going to happen with with the, the ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment. You know, all of this stuff, you're you're not going to, all you're going to do, if if you pass the ERA, man, oh, you, it's, it's illegal to, to discriminate against women, you know, and then there's a bunch of stuff in the ERA. But actually, I mean, one of the problems with the ERA is it's so vague that that it's so open to interpretation, but that's what they want. That's what the Democrats, that's what the left wants. They want very vague laws that they can just interpret to reward their friends and punish their enemies. That's what they want. So, so, but if you, but all you're going to do is hurt women. That's all you're going to do because people are going to be hesitant to hire women because if you if you fire a woman you can't get you, you you might get sued and this is this is we're really seeing this with the the uh, the resignation of this Claudine Gay from Harvard everybody you know the everybody on the left is saying oh she, it's it's because of racism she she got drummed out she got ran out you know uh, railroaded because she's black and 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 the problem is that you, both sides, you, you could both the one side could say, well, the only reason she got hired was because she was black, and the other side could say the only reason she got fired is because she was black. So, you know, as long as we have these 
these racist uh, racist and sexist and divisive laws in place, these then we're going to have we're going to have these we're going to create these problems. I mean, it's poison. It's pure poison. And you know, and and it's and it's unnecessary because, and this is why and this is what I talk about all the time about how capitalism empowers the productive people and Marxism empowers the non-productive people. You know, the non-productive people want a way to to they want power, they want status, they want to be able to get a get a job without being qualified. You know. And because they don't want to do the work, and because they're non-productive people, and you know, a lot of these are a lot of these leftists, these these Democrats, these Marxists, they're 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 elitist snobs, right? They're they're people who think that they deserve, they're entitled, they deserve to be in charge just because of who they are and just because they're smart, and and you know, they don't want to have to actually do any work to prove. How smart they are, or how you know how uh, that that they should be in charge, and in a capitalist society, the only way you can get ahead is by being productive and by having a really good idea, or or and and so I think when you when you when you let's say let's compare two two companies, okay, one company is run by a racist. Who only hires white people? He's a white guy. He only hires white people, and he doesn't care. Uh, he, he he doesn't hire black people. And then you've got another company that's run by a guy who's not a racist, who will hire anybody. That he will hire the most productive person, no matter of what their skin color is. Well, well, which one of those companies is going to survive in the competitive world of capitalism? Obviously, the guy who who will hire the more productive workers, the guy, the racist, who will not hire a worker if he's more productive because he because he might happen to be black or Mexican or Asian or whatever. Well, he's 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 at a disadvantage, right? Because he's actually hiring less productive people, so he is going to lose, and he's going to go out of business, and and so I think that. You know, capitalism is, it, it, you know, and the meritocracy, I mean, that's the thing, though. If we are going to be a country that believes in meritocracy, if we want to be a country where the best design wins, the best worker wins, the best ideas win, the best run company wins, you know, the, 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 you know, you want a if you have two competing air airplane companies, and one airplane company refuses to hire, you know, is, is a racist and and ha- refuses to hire some some really good engineers because they're black. Well, and then you've got another airplane company that will hire anybody who who is the best. Then then that airplane company is going to make airplanes that actually work and fly, and the other airplane company is. Their airplanes are going to be inferior, and so you don't want the inferior. You don't want the inferior airplane company to to succeed. But if you if we impose these kinds of racial quotas and affirmative action, all this stuff, then that is the the company that will succeed because they will they will get propped up, and the other company 
uh, will get will get punished because if their if their racial makeup doesn't quite match what they're suppo- what it's supposed to be according to some arbitrary government rule. So you know this is obviously when we look around at our society, all the things around us, airplanes, cars, televisions, cell phones, shoes, pants, you know, sandwiches, pizzas, we want the best. We want we want the best. We want the best to rise to the top and uh, we don't want people to be propped up artificially just because of their their skin color or because they're gay or you know whatever or because they're a woman we don't want that that's not what that should absolutely because that will because if we if that's the kind of country we're going to be then we're going to look around and everything around us is going to be worse everything is going to be worse because the because we're not because it's not a meritocracy we're not rewarding the best and we're not encouraging people to be the best either right there's no competition that's pushing people i mean why would a why would someone push to to excel if they know that they're going to get rewarded just because of their skin color so you're encouraging uh mediocrity right and that's not what we want so you know, I just think this is this whole thing has just gotten out of hand, and people need to wake up. And uh, this is another. I mean, I hope this is another step, maybe toward um, toward reversing course on all this stuff. And I, I hope that everybody, you know, black people, uh, women, everybody needs to realize that th- none of this is good for you. It's only good for the political, uh, for, for, for political actors. That's all, that's all it's good for. It's good for short-term gain, but it's actually doing long-term damage. So, all right, that's it. That is episode 197. Uh, if, you, if you like this podcast, give me some good ratings and all that kind of stuff. And I will see you on the next one. All right, bye-bye.